everyone, this is season two, episode nine of The Nest. And if this is your first time tuning in, I'm today's host, Maria Macias, and you're listening to a Nest original, New Firebird, volume two. Today's guest is Coach Delgado, our varsity football coach, but I'll let him introduce himself. Hi, how are you? My name is Coach Delgado. I'm new here at Doral. This is my 25th year in teaching and my 30th year coaching football. I'm enjoying my my first year here so far (laughs) in very difficult conditions. Yeah, welcome. (laughs) So, Coach, how come you decided to start actually coaching football instead of any other sport that you could have chosen? Well, I always enjoyed football the most growing up. I played in high school, and I just enjoyed everything about it. I participated in a lot of different ways throughout my middle and high school years, whether it was helping out as a water boy when I was a little kid, (laughs) a ball boy, all that sort of stuff, all the way playing. And then I just always had an interest in football. I I always knew that I wanted to coach. And as a player, I always had that in my head. And after I graduated high school, I started coaching right away when I was going to college. I coached basketball briefly for a few years. I needed a little help, but I mean, it was fun. I enjoyed basketball. But it didn't feel the same. But it wasn't the same. Cool. Out of everything that you get out of coaching football and these high school kids, what's your favorite thing about that? Uh, watching them get better, watching them change. I like getting guys when they're young, watching them develop, get better, go through difficulty, watching them improve, yeah. and watching them break through like obstacles and things of that nature. And that's the thing with high school, they, they change so much from beginning to end. For sure. And especially if you get them early. Like here, uh, being able to start with middle school, you get a real chance to see them grow. And that part of it is is fun, especially when you're able to develop uh, like a real program where they come in early like that. They stay with you the whole way. The end product is is fun, especially when they're older, to see them how much better they've gotten. That to me is, is the most enjoyable. You had mentioned to me right now that coaching was just something that you knew you wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Was there an actual like moment where you just like, it kind of like hit you? You're like, this is what I want to do. I, I don't know that there was one thing. It's just growing up as a kid here during that time uh, when I was young, there was nothing else. There was no heat. There was no Marlins. <laughs> it was just the Dolphins and the Hurricanes football oh, so team. You, so you grew up in Miami. Yeah. So... It was always about football all the time. I always had an interest in it. I wasn't really that talented a player, (laughs) Uh, you know, truthfully speaking. But I always had an interest in it, and I always enjoyed the strategic part of it and everything involved with it. I don't know that there was one moment. It was just something that I always paid attention to as I was going through high school. Growing up um, playing football, how was it that you balanced your academics with your student life and then how do you set the example for your own football players to do the same? That's the most important thing. As a student, I mean, I I went to a private school. That was a big thing for us. It wasn't so much of an emphasis on the team itself. Uh, I mean, that's what we cared about. Don't get me wrong. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, we, we never lost sight of what was important too. So it was important to all of us, to all my friends, to all of us as students. And then as a coach, you know, to me, there's really no difference. The guys that are good students, they're also usually the guys that pay attention to details on the field. And they're sometimes some of your hardest workers. 
sometimes the guys that don't do well in the classroom is they don't put enough uh, attention to detail. And sometimes that stuff plays out on the field too. I don't want to say that they're not capable. Maybe it's just they're not as interested in school at the moment. Sometimes yeah. it's a maturity thing. I put a lot of emphasis on it. I try to tell that to the kids and, and make it important for them because I think that it translates. I think that the guys that are good in school and good in the classroom usually are good on the field too, especially with football. It's not just what everybody sees. There's a lot of plays. There's a lot of things you got to understand. And it's a lot more of a mental game than people probably realize. Definitely. I've, I've seen some of the plays for you guys and I'm like, wow, like I really don't understand how these players remember <laughs> these things. I and know. I mean, I guess it's just because it's their interest. You know what I mean? Like this is what they want to do. And if they want to do good on the field, they have to learn the plays. But I see that and I'm like, that's so hard to understand. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing is that there's so many different languages and different ways to do it. Yeah. It gets complicated. That's a, that's the thing that's going on like with us right now through this transition because... You're a whole new coach. You it's, new, yeah, yeah, it's totally different. So all the guys may have been experienced in doing one thing and now they're doing something totally different. So that, that makes it harder. Of course, yeah, especially the seniors and juniors that like have years with one coach. They're like, okay, this is how it's done. Mm-hmm. And then they get introduced to a new idea and they're kind of more like, oh, what is that? Yes, it's like speaking a new language. Yeah. It's it's really difficult. It takes time. What do you think is the most difficult, or what do you find the most difficult thing to teach to your new team? It's I mean, it can be on or off the field. No, I'll tell you, like this whole this whole thing has been tough. Yeah. For a lot of reasons. I mean, obviously, the obvious one is COVID. Of course. When I got hired, it was uh, a Wednesday. I forgot the exact date. Sometime in March. Mm-hmm. And then a few days later, the Monday. Okay, it's quarantine. It was right then and there. I remember when you got like everybody like announced it, like, oh, like we have a new coach, oh whatnot. And then COVID happened. And it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was as tough a transition as I could imagine there being Yeah. with that. And then the other thing is, you know, I was at a place for a long time and you establish your program, you establish a standard mm-hmm. for what everybody is supposed to do and how it's supposed to be done. And when we were talking just a minute ago about plays and things, it was the same stuff for 25 years exactly so after a while you know, everybody, everybody just knows just knew it. it was the way it was, it was yeah. just this is the way it is and they did it from middle school on up so by the time they get to us it's like They're okay these guys already ready. know yeah so you forget how much that factors how hard it was in to like build that up yeah it takes me back to when we first started doing that i mean going back to 1995 and you're like wow yeah i remember we had to do this really slowly and setting up everything the way that you want it to be it's a difficult process yeah it's 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 a fresh start at a time where that wasn't exactly like the the easiest thing to go through no no and then you know doing all those things and then factoring in covid as well i mean it's just it's been as difficult as it probably could have been and what about the whole um, school aspect? You're also a PE coach, um, yeah. not just a football coach. How does it feel to have... I'm guessing we have, like, you have bigger classes now. Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get accustomed to that? Or if I, you're accustomed. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I mean, that part of it has been... Crazy. Tough. Because I'm sure I mean, football team-wise, it's around the same. Because, like, yeah. it's, it's, there's a set number that you have to have. Yeah. But class-wise, definitely different. No, that, that part has been... A big challenge. I mean, just by the nature of the subject, I mean, PE on Zoom is... Crazy. That's, that's not exactly the most exciting, you know? Not. And with a huge class, you know, it's in a new place and, and all that. It's, that and that's learning, been a challenge. learning how things are here because there's differences in rules and regulations and like 
depending yes. on each school. And you, you came from a smaller private school to a really large charter school. So yes. definitely everything's different. Yeah, it's just everybody's got their, their method of how they operate. And I was used to things a certain way. And, and yeah. now it's just adjusting and, and all that. So it's it's been an interesting experience, to say the least, with, the, with all this COVID stuff. I can't wait till this goes away. <laughs> I mean, it couldn't, ha- it couldn't come fast enough. You have years with these kids. I mean, you're starting out with the freshmen now. We weren't able to have a middle school team this year. A lot of the teams canceled it. I mean, all the, all the parks. Especially like the younger kids. Yeah, the little leagues and all that, they all canceled it. Honestly, I couldn't imagine trying to run the middle school right now with the way that, that things are. It's really challenging. If it's so, already hard for high school, I can imagine middle school. Yeah as a kid and playing football or even like right now as a coach what's your favorite memory on the field there's probably a couple top three one year we had a great run and we made it to the state title game in 2009 and that just all of those games were were tight and they were close and we were the underdogs and really accomplishing that in a place where i had always been told we couldn't do it mm-hmm. and that's kind of one of the reasons that i wanted to do it and I wanted to coach because I wanted to prove that it could be done. Yeah. We were able to do it. That was big. There was nothing like the feeling when we were in the game that led to the state championship game, the state semifinal, when we got the last first down that we needed to run out the clock. And just the excitement of knowing that we were going. Unfortunately, the next week we got beat. But <laughs> just being there was a win. Yeah, it was an accomplishment. Yeah. Even if you didn't win at all, yeah. you still got there. That was big. It was a great game. A couple years later, we upset uh, Northwestern in a last-second victory. That was a lot of fun. There was like a free kick involved with that. And <laughs> people don't even know what that is. If I told you right now, do you know what a free kick is? Um, like, is it, I, I'll guess it because I know, I know terms and stuff. A free kick, isn't it what it sounds like? like it's like an obscure football rule. You know, like people have heard a free kick, you might think of soccer. Like, okay, I get a, I get a foul and I get, I get a free kick. But uh, it's like an obscure football rule mm-hmm. where, I don't know if you've ever been watching a game, and, and the other, one team punts the ball, mm-hmm. and then the other guys are receiving it. Yeah. So if you're receiving it, you have the opportunity to call what's known as a fair catch. Like the guy waves his hand, mm-hmm. he catches it, and nobody can touch him. Very few people know is that after you do that, you have the option to okay. use a free kick. Oh. So what is a free kick? It's the weirdest thing you've ever seen because you never see it in regular football. Yeah, it doesn't really It's happen. like the kicker is out there on his own. It looks almost like a kickoff. Like 10 guys stand behind mm-hmm. him. He's there on his own. And then the defense cannot rush him or do anything. They have to be 10 yards away also. Oh, because he called the... Because we call it free kick. So oh. he gets a free kick. And now he can try a field goal with nobody rushing. So it's like very rarely used because you're giving up possession. If you miss it, okay, the other team gets the ball back. So it's like very rarely used. So That's so cool. I feel so intelligent now that I know well, that. Now, now you know that. Very few people know it. We ran into a situation. We were losing by a point. It was 28-27. Oh. So then we were running out of time. There was like 12 seconds left in the game. So we called the fair That's catch. Crazy. We used it. The it's referees crazy. took 15 minutes to talk about it because it was so obscure. We had no lights, so the sun was going down. It's getting dark, and then they super finally last said, minute, "Super game changer." Yeah. So then they said, "Okay, you go ahead and do it." So I was I was confident that that our guy was going to be able to make it. He was a good kicker. Yeah. 
So he got out there and the other team was upset because they didn't understand the rule. They didn't know. They thought we were cheating. <laughs> so like, you guys paid the rest. <laughs> for real. Like it was, they didn't want to shake hands after the game. So he kicks it and then we ended up winning the game because of that. That was pretty cool. That's that was pretty so cool. cool. That was a good one. Yeah, I mean, it shows your experience that you know what that is because <laughs> most people wouldn't know what that is. Well, a lot of people at the moment on the team, the kids, a lot of them were looking at me like, what? What, are you, what do you want us to do? <laughs> like, just trust me. Just do it. And it, it worked out. paying off. Yeah. yeah. The only thing I know about football is because of, like, last chance you and, like, <laughs> I know. Those are... That's it. Like I and I know like I, if I watch a football game, like I'll know the terms and like oh like interception, no like whatever. You don't realize how important the kicker is till so you, you don't a- have one. You know I've been very fortunate to be around a lot of good kickers for the last bunch of years. We had a lot of good ones where I was, and now we have a good one. Josh Lopez yeah, is really good. It's pretty good. So it makes a big difference. It really changes how you play. And what you can and can't do. So I, I think it's extremely important. Yeah. You know? What position did you play in high school? And now, what is your favorite position? I was a tight end. I was a tight oh. end. I moved around a lot. I started off as a quarterback. And then I changed a lot of different positions. I ended up as a tight end. Did you like it? Yeah. I liked quarterback better. <laughs> it was Start more the show. fun. Yeah. <laughs> we used to run a style where the, the quarterback had to run the ball. And I was just not very fast, so I was not a good option for that. So unfortunately, my dream shattered. Yeah. (laughs) But no, I enjoyed playing other things. I just enjoyed the whole thing with football. I mean, just the the excitement of it all, the the challenge, the camaraderie of the whole thing, everything involved in it. What do you think is the most difficult thing or the most trying part of being a coach for a high school team? Hardest thing is probably trying to keep as many of the guys happy and involved as possible. It's not easy when you have a lot of guys on the team. And obviously everybody has their own individual goals and things that they want to do. And it's hard to satisfy those things and not have it compromised with the team needs. Yeah. I have to put the team above everything. Of course. It can be difficult. And I totally understand it. And I get it. And I feel... I feel bad for some guys sometimes. Of course. Because I know that they want to do their certain things, but sometimes you just can't make it happen. And what about coaching high school makes you the happiest? Because, I mean, you could be coaching college. Yeah, it's a different life. Would you, would you want to? I guess. I mean, I think everybody wants to try and compete and do whatever it is that you do at the, at the highest the levels. Highest level. Sure. I mean, if, if opportunities present themselves, then yeah, feels right. But I enjoy where I am and I enjoy the high school challenge. What do you think is something that make or breaks a team? Attitude, work ethic. Those things are extremely important because um, I think that you always have to be mentally strong as a team. There's a lot of things that are going to be a challenge during a season. People telling you you can't do something, you know, your own insecurities about certain things or for playing a better team, a better, you're, you're facing somebody that's an outstanding player. How are you going to compete with that guy? The intimidation. Yeah. How are you going to do it? It really comes down to being confident, being mentally strong and having a strong work ethic. What do you want your students and or players to take away 
from having you as their coach? Like, what's the one thing that you just want them to learn from you? More than anything, I tell you by example of how you want to work in, in, in whatever field you're going to go into. They know that, that with me that I'm going to show up every day. I'm going to go hard every day. There's not going to be any excuses. I'm going to be reliable. I'm going to do everything that I can to be the best at what I do. Mm-hmm. And you know, I try to get them to do the same thing. I try to have them be the best teammates that they can be, be supportive of each other. Right? Because today it's real hard in our society for us to, to, not, put, to not put our own selfishness above the team. Yeah. And I think that throughout my career, I've always put the team first, no matter what. You know, I think that, that whether that's your family, whether that's where you work, people you're surrounded by, that if you do things for others and that you show that you're willing to sacrifice your time, your best interests, your selfish desires, whatever they may yeah. be, that the team will benefit from it. I equate that to everything, whether it's for my family, whether it's for the people I work with. That's just how I operate. And I expect the same from them. Of course. You it's know? teamwork. Yeah. You know, sometimes you're going to butt heads with people about that because I'm very much a team first person and I don't like when it's not that way. That's the biggest thing for me that they'll get. That's really cool. I think that's enough for today, guys. Make sure to check out Dural Academy Prep's social media. Dural Academy Preparatory for the Instagram and Dural Academy for the TikTok. Also check out our blog, thefbdigital.com. We hope to catch you next week on The Nest.